Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life and relationship coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I got some stuff coming for you um, in the next couple of weeks to talk about some mental health topics. So make sure you check on your loved ones. Make sure you check on your friends and family, and especially check on yourself. So. Without further ado, tonight's topic is about relationships and what do relationship-minded men really want? Now, I know that you all lives matter people are out here and the ladies are going the men are going to say what about the women, but that's not what we talking about tonight. We talk about y'all next time. Tonight we got to focus and we're going to get it in. So, I have a special guest tonight. Um literally just met this man. We chopped it up on the phone and you know how you can you can um you can recognize like recognizes like, and, and we kind of have similar thought processes. So um, I wanted to come, wanted him to come on here and he wanted to come on here and share his thoughts so that you guys can kind of get a perspective of like what's going on in our heads, especially the ones that, that really want, like y'all women always talk about how ain't no good men out here. Nobody want a relationship. We're going to tell you, we're going to, we're going to hip you to some game because we ain't all like how you think we are. <laughs> so hold on. Let me bring him up here. And we are going to get this show started. So hold on one second. All right. Welcome to the show, Mr. Clarence Singleton. Let everybody know who you are. And then, you know, if you want to tell them what you do, cool. And also let them know why you thought it was important to come up here and talk about this tonight. Man, what's going on, bro? Uh, My name is Clarence Singleton, a.k.a. Cleo. I am uh, the owner of Dream Chasers Barber and Beauty Studio. Um, The barbershop, as I'm pretty sure you know, have been, you know, grew up in the barbershop. You know, that's where uh, a lot of the conversations go on that sometimes this is the only place where men feel safe to have certain conversations. (laughs) And so I just kind of took it upon myself to uh, kind of counsel and help try to guide as many men and even women. As much as your, your finger might be on the mic. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yep, perfect. Perfect. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah. So this is, this is the place where, um, I kind of took it upon myself to talk to a lot of men and even women, uh, and try to help us with relationship issues. Cause a lot of it is, is kind of cause and effect. And a lot of you have to do some research about it. Some things you just have to experience. So, uh, I served as the singles leader at Lighthouse Church. Uh, I've been on various panels and everything talking about relationships. And, you know, I, I must be halfway right, you know, because some people, they trust my judgment on a few things. So here we are. Cool, cool, cool. So I wanted to start off um and, and let me preface this, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why I wanted to bring this topic up in this way is because Normally, we'll hear from single men talking about what it's like to be single. 
and we'll talk to married men talking about what it's like to be married. But we never really hear from the people that are committed, whether they're married or in a super long term relationship. Talk about how they got there. What was their thought process? What were they looking for at the time? Sometimes, you know, in our lives, we do some things in, in our younger years and then we get to a point where we want more. What was that shift? What were we looking for when we were out there looking for a wife? So I wanted to bring that perspective here. And um, and we got a couple bullet points, but we just going to have a conversation. Everybody that's watching, chime in, ask questions, make comments. Y'all are part of the show, too. So, you know, got y'all know I love engagement. So we just going to throw some topics out there. I don't know where this going to go. But we definitely going to give you all some stuff to, to think about and talk about. So I'm not going in any specific order, but we just going to talk and, and we just going to go. So first thing. Um, well, let me see. I, I'm trying. Y'all know my brain be going to 2000 miles a minute because I don't like to do um, interview type stuff. So we just going to do this. Um, let's do. I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at my bullet points and I'm like. I had them in the order, but I'm like, nah, I'm, a, I'm about to I'm about to just go kamikaze style real quick. Um, let's do this one first. Um, when you did find a woman, the woman that you decided to settle down with. Mm -hmm. How did you recognize and know that that was the one? Like, at what point was you like, this is it? <laughs> Man, I, I tell people, I, I, I was asked that question so many times because we only dated five months before I proposed. Mm -hmm. um, I knew she was the one because there was no one else I could compare her to. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we, we try to find out uh, what's peculiar about an individual, what's different or what's the same. And my thing is, I've, I've dated quite a bit. I've, I've been out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've seen enough wrong to where it was easy to recognize what was right. Right. You know? So this person, she she was willing to make sacrifices. She was very considerate. You know, she was concerned about my health, my mental state, you know, mm -hmm. those significant things. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, it's like I had to uh, grow and mature myself to be able, because I tell people all the time, it's, it's different. It's a difference in what a man looks for in the woman versus what a husband looks for in a wife. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So as a man, you know, the first thing we'll recognize is the, the physical stature and everything, you know, Hey, what she looked like, how she built, how many kids she have, you know, those, mm -hmm. those surface things, but a husband, you know, we're looking for those things like, hey, where what what is the, the stability of her mental? You know, where is she psychologically? Where is she spiritually? You know, how do she go about solving problems? Because we know that uh, problems are inevitable in relationships, but it's right. about how are you going to solve them? You know, uh, we've had you can have a thousand conversations with a person, but how many quality conversations do you have? You know, mm -hmm. do she really know how to effectively communicate or do she only know how to express herself? Because that's right. the difference too. you know, expressing yourself. Yeah. You just at the end of the conversation, I know how you feel. But after effective communication, we both know how each other feel and think. And then we're going to come to a logical resolution at the end of the situation. And with her, it was just like clockwork. It was it was easy. You know, yeah. she was yeah, hard to so find, but she was easy to deal with. 
<laughs> that, that's, <laughs> it, that's important. Yeah. One of, one of our, our viewers talked to Q on YouTube says five months. Wow. So yeah. it, it, and so so here's my so so for me right, it wasn't five months, but it's kind of like one of those things where, when you know what you want, you it just feel like you it feel right, and you can't and I always tell people, especially when you get to a certain age, who's waiting three years and five years like, <laughs> for what? Either you know or you don't. Um, right. Dope discussions with Erica podcast on YouTube says communication versus expression. That's good. Um, so there's so so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I got bullet points, but it's some time I'm about to throw a tangent real quick. So I heard a word that you said, and and it and it struck out to me because I was just on a forum on this app called Clubhouse yet just yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was about um, you know, the inside the minds of men and you know, and they asked one person that was married, what, what, how did, you know, this very question, how did you know? And several of them used that word sacrifice. She sacrificed, you know, certain things for me. And those, that was one of the key things that, that made me realize that she was worth it. And the conversation kind of steered in the direction of just them trying to explain it. And one of them gentlemen said, and I just want you to, I just want you to kind of chime in when I finish this, this statements and just let me know your thoughts and then we can move to the next one mm-hmm. uh, or whether you agree with what this gentleman said. I'm just quoting what he said. He said that um, when he found his woman, the expectation from her was that he was going to be the man. He was going to protect her. If there was anything dangerous that was going to happen, he was going to handle it. He was going to be the man in a relationship and handle all of that. He was saying he basically said that these women expect us to sacrifice our lives for them and do all this other stuff. So for him, he wanted to see if she was going to sacrifice anything for him, no matter how big or small he wanted. He needed to feel that in order for him to feel secure that she was worth keeping and and, and going after. So what do you what do you think about what are your initial thoughts about just hearing that? What I just said? I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, because if in the preview of our relationship, you know, and it's like when you look at the preview of a movie, you're looking, it has to show enough action. It has to show enough, um, uh, I guess, suspense. It has to show something that that's going to intrigue you enough to go spend your money and then take time out to sit down and watch this movie. Yeah. So in the preview of conversations that we had just her whole vibe. She, she, she told and showed me and actually uh, a little bit after we met um, it was coming to the, the, the anniversary of my father's death. And, mm-hmm. and one thing that me and him used to do all the time was go fishing. And so she said, uh, Hey, what day are you going? I said, I'm gonna go fishing Monday. You know, it may be a little emotional moment for me, whatever. She took off work. Mm-hmm. to accompany me you know what i mean and and i'm i'm you know i'm easy to please it, it don't take much to to really you know light my fire you know what i'm saying because i really I right. don't ask for much and in some of my past experiences it's almost <laughs> like well i don't really get much you know what i'm saying i can name everything right. that i've done but i can't really think like do i have anything tangibly or or emotion that i can really say somebody did for me but when she did that that early 
Yeah. That that made a and, and then on top of that, I had a trip to Thailand scheduled, paid for, and everything. But after I talked with Met and then started talking with her, because I was going with another friend, well, we supposed to be in a group, but I said, you know what? I asked her, I said, how do you feel about me going to Thailand for eight days with a whole nother mm -hmm. person? She said, well, that decision is totally up to you, but how I feel, you know, she said, I, I, I really feel sideways, you know, about the man that I'm interested in, you know, going somewhere else with, and she said, but you know, that that's, but just her whole mannerism, the way she handled mm -hmm. that situation, the way we talked, I was like, okay, you know what? I said the decision was already made. I canceled that. Right. And so she just said, you know what? A few months later, she booked a trip just to take me to Vegas. Just hey, and I'm and I'm gonna make up a Thailand later because I'm like, what? So it's yeah, sacrifice means a lot because I know that my responsibility as a husband, like like the dude said, like I'm I'm here to provide and protect. But I want to know that the person that I have their back to the fullest, I want to know that they have my back too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of our viewers, um, dope discussion with Erica podcast. Um, she well, we I think we kind of gave you it. She wanted to know what some specific examples of sacrifice, but I think that might have been before you started explaining. Um, because I think he just explained what like that's really like one, two, three. He he did a couple things in there, but but really what it is, um, and, and this is where just for me talking to people, coaching and all this stuff, this is what I hear from women a lot. I'm not going to do that until he shows me. And so the thing, here's the thing. If you don't have a reciprocal relationship, nobody's really going to know what sacrifice looks like uh, right. because no one's going to think that the other person is doing what they're supposed to do. And then it just, you know, a lot of times you, you stay in that dysfunctional relationship. And a lot of times you just got to really like, and we, I have, I have bullet points that's going to touch on this. So I don't want to go too deep just yet because mm -hmm. we about to, we about to get it in for real in a minute. Sacrifice, it's really just about because you, what you have to realize about men in this day in twenty twenty one, everybody's thinking that they about to get got and and so they're not going to do but so much. And and the thing about it is, as a woman, if you feel like he's doing what you want him to do, you don't sit back. And just say, I'm going to just keep watching because he's also watching you. It's not going to look the same, but he also wants to get some reciprocal something back. And in this case, right. something as small as her saying, I want to accompany you on, you know, going fishing. And she might not even necessarily, this is this compromise stuff, right? Took she work. might not be a fishing person, but she going to do that because she cares about you that much. Right. Man, the girl, the girl is, man, I'm talking about when I say is not about that outdoor life at all you know what i'm saying and this was the thing and and you know i grew up in church and i and i believe the bible you know that's just me and so even uh biblically you know jesus sacrificed himself before he asked the church i mean before the church could do anything for him he gave his life for the church and so in a sense from a man's point of view you know there is so conditional but from a husband's perspective, again, it's a difference. I'm going to lead by example. So I made the initial sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I like what Miles Monroe said that, that we are the source and the women are the resource. So right. you're going to reciprocate after I give you the example. And so the thing is, I made the initial sacrifice. 
and then she backed up with it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I can live with this. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can wholeheartedly agree with that because that was one of the one of the things that 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 was pivotal in me making the decision to to propose and get married was just seeing how she rocked with me. Um, right. Even in times where she did really didn't have to per se, but she went ahead and did it anyway. Right. Shout out to Alicia Dove Jones. We still rocking 11 uh, years later. So we, we, we still going strong. So, um, so that right there is going to segue into this next topic um, that kind of ties into that. Um, once again, I'm not going in order. I'm going by how this, how the conversation flow. So here's the thing, and this ties into a little bit of what you said. Um, there's a lot of times when women, actually, this will tie into a couple topics, but but stick with me here. We about to we about to start flowing here. This thing, this elusive thing that people um, talk about now in 2021, this that was pretty trivial back in the day was being feminine. Um, <laughs> It's a debatable thing these days, which is crazy to me. But um, we're going to talk about a little bit about femininity and then how that ties into, then we're going to flow into this whole submission thing, which is like this big boogeyman. But this is what I hear in these internet streets and and, and just everyday life. Now, women will say, I am feminine or I could be submissive until such i won't do it until he proves to me that he's worth me being feminine and or submissive and what i and i just want you to kind of piggyback on this conversation when i tell when i say this um the thing that bothers me is that you are muting down your femininity mm-hmm instead of just being feminine. And that bothers me because as a relationship-minded, a relationship-minded man that's out there on the street, mm-hmm. if he's a masculine man, he wants you to show up feminine before he even buys into you. So while you waiting, he's already like, I don't what I don't know what you're doing, but right, right, right. So I just want you to kind of chime in if you have any thoughts on that. Um, I do, man. I really do. So my thing is, okay, so you you brought up the word submission and, and femininity and stuff like that. So now when we talk about submission, then of course you're talking about marriage. You know, that's, that's who she's required to submit to. Uh, actually we're to submit to each other, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, as the head of the home, she has to submit to me. But I think that submission has almost become, uh, profanity in our yes. culture. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's because for one, it's not, it hasn't been taught and then it's not understood in the right context. Yes, you can say that a submission move in a wrestling match is when I put you in a figure four or, or the Luger, Luger lock or something like that and you have to tap out. I force you to tap out. But in the biblical sense, Submission is not when you tap out forcefully, but it's actually when you tap in willingly. Right. So submission does not mean that you don't have an opinion. It don't mean that you don't have an idea. 
it don't mean that you don't have a logical way of doing things. It so just let, look, that- real quick, before you before you finish, right? This is where a lot of these women that that I see in these forums, they say submission equals slavery. That's what that's what they all that's what most of them say, Again, and they go ballistic. The they because they don't understand, and I and I get it that they don't understand because if you think about it, uh, the last I checked, it was like four point one five million single women. You know what I'm saying, and they're single mothers. Mm-hmm. And and if if you have sons and daughters that are growing up without a father in the home, then they don't have an example of what submission to a husband looks like. You know, submission is not uh, uh, slavery or, or nothing related to it. It's just basically an order to where you have one head. You know what I'm saying? And, and I like mm-hmm. to use the analogy that if I'm the head, you be the nick that can swivel the perception or the perspectives to help me lead us in the right direction. And the thing is, this is not a job that you want. This is not something that I can just take and be bragging or just boasting because me being the head is a job. You know, I have the responsibility of leading us in the right direction. I have the responsibility of being the visionary. And I have the responsibility of being the head, which in all actuality don't mean I'm at the top. It actually means that I'm at the bottom because I'm the foundation which the family stands on. Mm-hmm. So I, I need your support. If anything, we when you when we're riding in a car, it's only one driver. Now, you may help point where direction we need to go, but I'm the one holding the steering wheel. Because when it all goes left, when it all goes wrong, if, if there's a well, what did he do? What did he do? Yep. So I got to deal with the bulk of, of, of the blame, but you don't want to give me the bulk of the responsibility when things are working. So no. Yeah. So so let me let me let me give you some some pushback on that a little bit, right? Because I, I like I said, I keep my ear to the streets. That's right. what I normally hear when 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 men say this, right? And I agree with you, right? I'm I'm I'm, I'm we on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. They'll say, why should that, that even be a thing when we're both equal? We should be the same in the household. Because we're not the same. <laughs> we, we are not equal. That's, that's almost like saying that uh, you are physically capable of doing the same thing that I am, you know, that I can do. And I, and I really feel like, and this is where we tap back into the femininity. If we look at at the balance that come from both parents. So as a man, I'm a disciplinarian, I'm, I'm the leader, I'm the one that that kind of instills what respect is and everything like that. The woman, she naturally has the nurturing or, or the level of compassion to where even the Bible uh, exaggerates the the, uh, the extent of a mother's love. You know, right. so, and, and the thing is, women need love, men need respect. So because we right. need two different things, we actually provide two different things. So that means that we are not the same. Right. Now we can be compatible, but we are not the same. Right. You have a president and you have a vice president because this is a catch. If we're both equal, then what happens when we disagree? And anything with two heads is considered a monster. Very true. I got some comments coming your way. Um, 
<laughs> Dope discussion with Erica says, I believe every woman has a deep desire to submit their, to their man. They cover up that desire with all of their defense mechanisms. I, I never believe a woman who says they don't want to submit. So, so, so that's a comment. Now I have a question. Love Tucker says, so what do men think submission looks like if it's in a dating context? Well, and, and for me, submission in a dating context is that, again, that's the preview. So I need to see that you are even capable of doing this thing because if it's natural, you know, because the thing is, he that findeth the wife. So I'm already, because I was already a husband before I was married, I'm looking for a woman that's already a, a wife in a sense. So I'm looking at the title noun. I'm looking at the action verb. So what are you portraying that would indicate to me that you are already a wife or that you're ready for the title? Because a lot of people want the title, but they don't want the responsibility. Right. And I know plenty of, of men that are married that are not husbands. And I know a lot of women that are married that are not wives. They just right. hold in the title. To them, it's like I've, I've, I've reached uh, uh, the climax of the dating stage, you know, but you failed because you don't even know what a lot of people don't even know how to define it. So right. if in, the, in the dating stage, I need to see the potential or the reality of what you are capable of doing, because I'm going to show you in the dating stage that I'm capable of leading because right. I tell women all the time that leadership and this is what they say this is another thing they say well we'll submit but he had to know how to lead well why would yep. you, why would you say yes to a proposal from a man that have yet to show you leadership qualities because the thing is this is where accountability comes into place i need your permission to marry you so if i'm not a leader if i'm not an eligible or or legitimate leader then why did you say yes and why did you go on date number 10? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> why, 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 did, why, did, why did you be with me in a five-year relationship before I even proposed? Like, what are you going to learn in year six that you didn't get in year five? Yeah. So, so look, so here's, here's my context, a little bit of context on that, because um, this question that Love Tucker um, put up about um, submission it, um, in the dating context. So here's here's some more context to that. This is under to, this is my my opinion. This is under the prerequisite that both parties believe in gender roles, mm -hmm. right? The man is the man, and the woman is the woman. And when you're dating, if I'm exuding that masculine leadership guiding kind of principle and you don't consider yourself the feminine against the masculine i'm the one with the big arms i'm the one i'm the one doing you know if you want to be that i'm not interested right so if you are flowing in that manner we don't even have to use the word submission it's just going to naturally fall into what it should be but because if you're looking for that leader guy i don't need to hear well i have never met a, a guy that's worth me submitting to well then that means you're meeting the wrong dudes you're not you put an indictment on a on a whole gender 
<laughs> because of your experiences. And there's men out here that are legitimate, like you, like, and I know women going to be like, where they at? It's men out here that genuinely want to be in relationships. And when you find 10 dudes that aren't leaders, doesn't mean there's no leaders out there. It just mm-hmm. meant you men you 10 dudes that's not worth you doing, being in that role with. And let, um, me, and let me add right. this real quick. A lot of women, they focus on being, a, being found attractive. Mm-hmm. but they don't focus on what they attract. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's still kind of like falls on the female in a sense to a certain degree. Now a man, all he has to see is that you look good. You know what I'm saying? But a husband, we're looking at your mannerism, the whole nine. Like me and my boys, we was talking uh, uh, not too long ago to where we can see a group of girls and we'll be like, okay, yeah, you know what? That one, that's 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 buzz down. That's just, you know what I'm saying? That's some hype right there. But that one right there, though, that's that's wifey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I gal her or something like that. So the thing is, when you have, it's, it's hard for some women to attract leaders because they are so masculine. And sometimes it comes from that, 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 that sense of independence. Which is, I know this may. Oh yeah, we about to get. The, that's next. That's coming right, up. That's next. gonna lead to the next one. Because the thing is, if you have such an independent mindset, then you've already taken on somewhat the role of masculinity. Because if anybody could say that they were truly, genuinely independent, it would have to be the first man that was on Earth, Adam. Because at one time he was here by himself. And then God said, it's not good for man to be alone. He didn't say it was impossible, but he said it's not good for him to be alone. So the thing is, because a lot of women have had so many unsuccessful relationships, they take on the, 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 what society would push and say, hey, be independent. Okay, well, does that independent, ind- independence make you hard to deal with? Because the thing is, if you've been playing the role of the manager, of your, if you've been the manager of your household, then how, uh, 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 how capable are you allowing somebody else to come in and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to relieve you in this role of leadership. Because if you've done it long enough, now you've developed this, this level of stubbornness. Uh, you go, you're going to do things your way. And it's like, I have to adjust to that. And don't and don't don't give with a woman that got the bag. Oh man, you talking right. about the ego? Because then they'll say, well, you know, men are intimidated by my my success. No, we 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 are intimidated by the ego that came with it. Yeah. Um. So let's do this <laughs> <laughs> because because there are there are there exists a population of men who legitimately are. Um. I, I hate to use the word. Um. Uh. Dang. What it? What is it? The, you just said it. I'm sorry. My brain just went blank. Um. Intimidated right. by it. Right. There right. are some out there. You do. That ain't that, like I like I when 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 I used to hear this from like years and years for years and years. Well, oh, he's intimidated because I make more than him. I said you ain't met the right dude because it's a string of dudes I can tell you right now. And give a damn. Man, <laughs> I'll tell you what I know. Man, I, I every, and listen, bro. I I didn't. I've dated some very, 
very successful women. I'm talking about from the doctors to the lawyers. I mean, you name it. I've, I've dated them. And the thing is that the, the, sometimes where the debate comes in, because my thing is, I don't care if you make a million dollars a month and if I make 5000 a month, money is not going to dictate our roles in the home. I'm still the head of the home. Yeah. And if and, and this is the kicker. If I made that million a month and you made five thousand, you can freely say, oh, I make a million five thousand a month. But then a lot of times if it's on the other side, the man have to say, well, I make five thousand. I'm out my wife. Yeah, she make a million. It has yeah. to be separated because that's not that wasn't rightfully her role to be the provider. So that's why they naturally kind of hold on to what's theirs. Now, yeah. they'll, they'll bust down with their kids because that's still a part of them. They have an unconditional love for their kids, but it's typically a conditional love toward their men. But the, they require the man to have an unconditional love toward them. Right. So so let's do this real quick. The difference between independent and self-sufficient. I think I think some there's some ladies on here need to need to hear this part. Oh man. Oh man. I love it. And and the thing is, the independent woman, the way that that society has kind of like manipulated them to think like, hey, I got my own, I, I can do this on my own. But if you look at it, independent means solo. It means by yourself to do, and which I get it to a certain extent. But now with that mindset, the pride comes in with it. Oh, I got this. It's like you you saying it boastfully. Like, right. I got this. I don't, I'm a strong black woman. I don't need a man. I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man. So it's when you get to talking like that, that pushes me in a way. And then they'll be the first one to say, hey, you know what? It's power in the tongue, you know, word you can speak words into life. Then yep. that's probably why you're still single, because you you constantly bragging on your independence. So by definition, right. that's why you still by yourself. Versus the self sufficient woman, that means that hey, I'm 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 waiting on a man to come through. But in the meantime, I'm holding it down over here. I, I can supply. For myself and, and my kids, you know, saying I I, right. I can exist without a man, but I'd right. rather live with one. Right. That's the difference. Yeah, it's it's um it's one of those things that that used to get on my nerves because not like it's it's a new concept. Mm. Um, it, when you and this goes into what I was talking about earlier, where where a lot of times some, some women, because I know how y'all like to cover it. Yeah, you better now. emphasize Some women songs. want to delay being who they should be in a partnership or relationship so they will ride that independent wave mm -hmm. until somebody proves. And, and this is the thing. Once again, you have to look at, like, words become things. If you say independent versus self because this is why a lot of times you'll hear men when you say I have my own car and I have my own apartment and it's like, okay, here's a cookie. Cause you're an adult now. Like what, it, what right. that's, you're self-sufficient. You're taking care of yourself. Great. Right. That's what we all aspire to do. When you start screaming independent, it means I'm by myself and I don't need you. So when you have a relationship minded man, 
it's a turnoff because he's looking for a partner. Right. So you you if you had two independent companies, they're not looking to be partners, they're competitors. Exactly. Man, that's good. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Why on earth? And sometimes, you know, there's compromise in the middle where maybe we can do a merger later. But in the beginning, McDonald's and Burger King ain't really trying to be friends. Man, listen, and let me add to that because that that stems even to communication because mm -hmm. it says that the difference between a conversation and an argument, an argument is when two minds compete. Two independent people. Right. A conversation is when two minds collaborate. Right. Right. We're working together toward the same yeah. goal. And, and this, that, that, that right there, what, what a lot of women don't understand is that independent, and, and we're talking about the ones that's just got to let you know to your face. Right. Somebody that is a husband who wants to be a husband, it's not what we want to hear. That's not the energy that we're trying to rock with because we want we want things to flow organically, naturally, and we want you to naturally fall in place. We want you right here. Right. We're not trying to fight. We're not trying to, we're looking for peace. Right. We're not trying to, we're not trying to figure out who who got the bigger, you know what, and you yeah. a woman. Like we're not doing that. So when you come in guns blazing and you give me your whole stat sheet and all of that, and, and it's in a lot of times women kind of scoff at it online when, when a lot of times men are like, that's not the first thing we look, we're not looking for your resume up front like that. It's nice right. to have cool. Congratulations. you got your degree, but we looking for, we looking for comfort. We right. looking for your feminine energy. We looking for like at the end of the day, we want you to be the woman in the relationship. And I know there's some men out here that's like, I like them crazy, and I want them to be. We not talking about y'all. They're they're toxic. <laughs> they, they, they're toxic and don't even know it. They can have that, <laughs> right? Nah, <laughs> they they ain't nothing cool. And I always talk about this on my show. It's nothing cool about a woman that says I'm crazy up front, and a man says cool. That's what I like. That's dysfunction waiting to happen right there. Right. So let let me um wait let me um get some of these comments. Um, Love Tucker said that was a really good analogy. Uh, Erica from Dope Discussions podcast says great discussion. And Mateus Almeida, they I'm you know what I'm, my Spanish ain't good, but I'm gonna read the comment. Why does a girl come back to you when you walk away and stop treating her like she's a princess? There's this girl I stopped giving her attention. I, I was super needy, but I got busy with my career. She was mean to me, but today she was super sweet. Um, we're going to pause. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. Um, Love Tucker says, I think a lot of women do that because there's a lot of energy requesting that women, what women bring to the table. So we're going to go with Love <laughs> Tucker first. And then Mateus, I, I got a real, we're going we gonna to talk about what you just said. We're not going to stay on it long. Because that's like your personal, you know, think situation, but but we will tackle it because I think that's an easy answer. Um, so we're gonna go with Love Tucker first. Um uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of energy from men requesting that 
um, about what women bring to the table. So I don't know I, if you want me to start that off or you just want to go, you want to take it I over. Mean, it's, it's, it's simple for me. I think that the reason that a lot of men have started uh, challenging or questioning what do women bring is because of the, the level of entitlement that a mm -hmm. lot of women come forth with. You know, it's it's like you can just scroll down social media and just see and, and just see something like uh, a real man going to do this or sis, get you a man that's going to do this, here, blah, 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 blah. So it's like everybody have this long list of standards of what a man's supposed to do for the woman. And and even and I had this discussion with somebody a while back, we was talking about even in the traditional um, relationships versus even the modern relationships because you know women be like oh this ain't the 1900 blah 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 we we, we different now la, la, la. but even back then and even now the man is still expected to provide and protect right so if we talk about gender roles the women ain't doing what they did back then right what the hell do you do now you know what i'm saying because i still have to provide and protect so what right. do you have to do what can i expect from you because sometimes respect is a challenge. Now, you have to be taught how to respect a man, but you don't have to be taught how to disrespect one. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? And so, so the thing is, it's like now we just, it's to the point to where women, they feel so entitled to where, hey, I'm the prize. You lucky if you get me. I'm like, yeah, you look good. But after that, then what? And a lot of times, I would just question them like what what can you actually do that money can't buy yeah i mean i can i, I got a maid you know i can hire yeah. a chef sex is free you know what i'm saying right. um you know you may not even be able to mentally stimulate me i mean you want to sex even nowadays you got women talking about, i'm tired i'm tired okay stay tired so, yeah yeah, so so here's so here's my little piece to that, right? And this is where I think a lot of women get this confused. When we talk about, you know, the list that some of you guys have, the man gotta be a protector, he gotta be a leader, he gotta be, he gotta make a hundred K or more. Yeah, <laughs> he's gotta do all of this, right? Six he, feet plus. Yeah, you gotta be six feet. He's gotta be now. If he meets those requirements, right? And let's say that man comes back and says, I got all of that. What do you bring it to the table? Here's where women get it wrong. Where when a man says that, he's not asking you what job do you have. He's not asking what what how much money you have to bring to the table to match mine. We don't care about that. Mm. <laughs> I need to say like when a man like a, a, a relationship minded man, not some of these little wackos out here that's on YouTube mm. or whatever doing pushing whatever they pushing. When a man asks what you bring to the table, he's not asking you for things that you look for in a man. He's not asking for that list of things that make someone a provider, like your job and your education. That's not what a man, when a man says that, he wants to know that you are going to help take care of him emotionally, give him peace of mind. You know, he might want you to cook. I don't know. But yeah, if you think, stability. you know what I mean? Bring, bring balance and, and when normally with a lot of these women, not, not you guys on here tonight, but the ones that I see online, right? What they normally say when, when the men ask them where they bring it to the table, they normally say, well, he gets me. And, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Nah. I just I gave you all of the I, the list. I'm I'm your list, and, and you get me. But you know, but you know what I think too. You know, like I was talking earlier about the preview, and the the preview is what actually gains the interest in a man. So a lot of times, if the man have to ask the woman, like, "What did you bring to the table?" Then your preview wasn't impressive. Right. Bingo. And so I'm Bingo. actually I'm actually trying to give you a chance to you know maybe I just missed it, maybe I I, I looked off and missed. So go ahead and tell me what value do you possess? I mean, because you can, you know, if you grade your own paper, you're going to pass all the time. Right. But what right. happens when, when I grade your paper, I'm, I'm looking for a standard where you can, you can bring balance to me because your yeah. looks ain't going to be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate kind of like dichotomy of like, it, it's almost kind of like, it's a lot of women out here saying something. It's a lot of men out here saying something. And it's like the translation is just, and I know people been talking about this forever. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And all. like, we still doing this. Like we still, it's 2021 and we still like, you know, I need you to do this. It's like, no, I need you to do this. And I'm like, wait, right. there's nothing. There's no, there's no middle. Right. No middle ground at <laughs> Everybody's all. Everybody's fighting. Right. Um, so I'm gonna move. I'm a <laughs> love. Tucker says, "Dag, I'm glad no one ever asked me that." See, here's the thing, right? I feel like like this is almost kind of like kind of new, right? Because I remember coming up, even to the point where I got married, I don't ever remember saying, "What are you gonna bring to the table?" If I like you to your point, if I ever thought that that person wasn't capable of giving me what I wanted, I wasn't there. Yeah, I'm not I, gonna I, sit around and be like, "Oh, five I'm not months later, buy a ticket." I'm not driving to the theater. <laughs> what are you bringing to the table? I look at what yeah. I'm doing for you. Who's like, <laughs> right? Because this is this is the thing, though. They focus on being a woman of success, but they spend very little time being a woman of value. Right, and it's the difference. Don't don't present your success because my success. Man, listen, my dad taught me when you marry a woman, you got to marry her and everything that come with her. So I'm right. already equipped to take care of you and your family because nine times out of ten in our age, she's going to already have kids. You know what I'm saying? So so I'm not really bothered by your success. Matter of fact, depending on how successful, how successful you are, you may end up being the headache. You know what I'm saying? But right. I want to know the value of your character. What right. can you see in me that I may not be able to see in myself? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If 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 I'm the gas, do you have a lighter? You know what right. I'm saying? Can you ignite me? Can can we blow up together? Can we can we succeed? Can we actually uh, uh, be the model of relationships to inspire other people that, hey, you know, there is right. such thing as 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 being comfortable while compromising. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, can you do that? Can you actually instill in my child something you know, an element that I may be missing on. Can you fulfill that? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's multiple things like let's get beneath the surface and let's, let's deal with the core. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This, this, um, I, I, I see this stuff so much online. Cause I, 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 as a coach, I, I listen to all of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's this, I always tell people it's disheartening because I understand where now I'm not a woman, but I understand why some of y'all feel like this. But 
Absolutely. And there's a lot of men that fit what you're talking about, but there's also a whole lot of men that don't, and and, and vice versa, right? Right. And, and, and we clash. And I always talk about you could have two good people that probably could work, but mm-hmm. we have these preconceived notions and all of this new stuff about I'm um, we owe 50 50 and, and, and all of this crap. Mm-hmm. When it's really about a collaboration, oh, let me, I don't want you to put in more skin in the game than me because I don't like, and what I always say on my show is people do that because they think that that's going to protect them from getting hurt or getting got. There's no right. way for you to protect. You got to use your discernment because if somebody paid 50, 50, 50, 50, first of all, as a man, as a masculine man that's looking for a woman, I want you to be soft. I'm not. What do I look like? And I know, and I know there's gonna be some youngin because there's some young young. Uh, he may even be watching, but they be coming for me because they like what well, the young people don't feel like that. Um. At what point? Whether, and and I'm not talking about like I got to come out of my pocket a million dollars, but at what point do I show you that I'm that I'm taking care of you? Hmm. If we are doing equal. Everything equal because I don't want to. I want to make sure you're not trying to get me for my money. And I always jokingly say, "Dude, you took her to Fridays. It's not like you going you go. If you go and broke after that, you might not want to be taking nobody out on a date. Go walk in the park or do something like that." And this, the, the thing is, though, so many people because they weren't coached on how to be. Uh, or, or who to be in a relationship or who to be in a relationship with they they are hurt and then so now you're dealing with some uh psychological damage some emotional damage uh and then and then they they like you said they, they call themselves protecting themselves but what what actually happens is that their protection becomes their prison yep and so yep. now you don't know how to uh uh let anybody you don't know how to release enough of yourself to make somebody else comfortable enough to release more of themselves. Cause now both of y'all over here, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. No, no, I ain't. The other one, like, well, if they do this, so everything becomes so conditional. It's a if yeah. and when they do this, then I'll do that. Right. Right. So my thing is investigate the individual. First of all, investigate yourself. Right. So I tell people a lot of times, especially when you're single, take that, take that time of solitude to actually learn more about yourself because the more you know about you will determine who you decide to be with. There it is. There it is. I don't know how you are on time, sir. You got a few more minutes. I'm good. All right. So we're going to, we're going to go for a little while longer because we at, we at the nine o'clock, almost at the nine o'clock PM Eastern standard time mark, but we got a couple more things to talk about. And, and, um, and so Marissa Mays, when we talk about the table, she says, you know, as far as what, what a woman or she even brings to the table, femininity, peacefulness, nurturing. And basically what she's saying is a lot of women bring attitude and chaos. Um, and, and so so let so let's let's touch on what she just said real quick. Oh, we didn't go back to um to to uh to to Mateo. We're gonna do we're gonna do him real quick because that's easy. Um when you hear most men and, and women. Y'all know y'all have heard this before. Uh, most men will say, I want peace. I mm. want peace of mind. And most men you meet are going to say, I want peace. 
So when you talk about what you bring to the table, that's one of the things that should come out your mouth. Because you know this is what men need. We don't need your MBA. <laughs> I'm not going to say that enough. We right. want to know that you got us. Because as a woman, I want to know you got me. And then I'm going to fight Godzilla for you. <laughs> so so we going to go we going to go to uh we going to go to uh Mateo real quick, right? And I'm going to reread his his comment. Um I'll paraphrase. Why did the girl come back to him when he walked away and and stopped treating her like she's a princess? There's a girl I stopped giving her attention. I was super needy, but I got busy with my career. She was mean to me, but today she was... So this is my interpretation of this. He had a girl that he treated like a princess and a queen mm -hmm. up until a point where he had to... He basically stopped um, um, giving her the attention that he was giving her because he got busy with his career. She, was, she wasn't treating him right. And then she came back later and was being super sweet. So I'm going to tell you what I, what, what I interpret that to be. A lot of times people don't realize what they have, right? And this could be men or women, really. Right. You don't really realize what you have until you stop getting it or until it's gone. And I think in this case, she loved the attention. And to, 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 to the point of this thing, she was probably doing some toxic stuff to you that kind of got you in feeling away. And, and, it, and it blew up. Like you talk about she, she treated, she was mean to you. She took that princess treatment. She gave you whatever toxic, dysfunctional stuff she had and thought she was going to sit there and take it. Ironically, you got busy with work and she stopped getting that treatment. And now she's going to come back and be nice so she can get it back again. But I'm going to tell you, my, my little life experience on this earth, that thing is going, it's, it's like a revolving revolving door. And I'm not, and, and let's get, let's not get it twisted. Men do it too. Mm -hmm. They We go back, give them what they need to get them back. And then we go back to who we were because we just wanted we it's about it's a selfish thing. We want to she wants to feel that princess treatment again until right. she know that she got him back where she want him. And then she she hasn't taken time to heal whatever that was that's making her treat him like that. I think to a certain extent that self-esteem can play a major role in what you tolerate in a relationship. Absolutely. Sometimes people need to feel wanted or needed in order to to feel important you know what i'm saying like they somebody has to give them attention and the thing is is if you start to uh retreat from giving me that princess treatment you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying then i'm like okay dang maybe i took it for granted but ain't nobody else doing for me what he was doing right and i need to go back and get that thing back you know what i'm saying yep. Yep. and so i'm gonna be extra nice you know to manipulate him because now we're dealing with manipulation and yep. manipulation is a form of witchcraft. You know what yep. I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm going to deceive you to think that, Hey, I really miss you or that I really want you just because I want to, I want you to bring back what you was giving me. Right. And, and so like and what I said, it's, it's just, it's just a revolving door. It's, it's something yeah. that's going to continue. And what I always tell people, even though they may not like to hear it, even in that situation that he talked about, I always tell people that it says more about you than it does about them. I need y'all to catch that because we 
like to point our finger at the boogie monster, but there's also a person that's sitting back taking it every day too. Mm -hmm. And you got to ask yourself how you fell into a space where you got comfortable taking the abuse. Right. That's really what it is. If somebody is literally being mean to you all the time and you just take, you just, you gotta, you gotta look in and ask yourself why are you, why did you even? And we're human; it happens. Like we fall right. in love with people and we take the abuse, and then it becomes normalized. But you also, at some point, you gotta look at yourself and say, why, why, why did I get comfortable with being treated like crap every day? Right, because the thing is, if you thought highly enough of yourself, you wouldn't tolerate that. That goes back to the self-esteem. So that's almost like saying that. If I go buy a, a brand new Rolls Royce and you get in and you want to eat your pizza and you dropping pepperoni and, and sauce all over my seats, am I supposed to be okay with that? Because that's what's happening to you in that relationship. Yeah. But at the same time, but you're not the Rolls Royce. You probably like a little Mazda pickup truck or something like that. You, you something, you know, you don't value right. yourself enough. To where you allow somebody to just dump trash in you yeah yeah so i hope i hope that helped you out a little bit mateo um love tucker says um when she's talking to marissa a lot of people don't realize they're chaotic and then marissa says i've been in relationships where i moved like this and i didn't receive the outcomes that i de desired so Couple things, and then we, and then we gonna, you know, we gonna get out of here. But I wanted to touch on a couple, a couple important topics. Um, these are things that I that I have heard just this week um, that kind of struck a chord with me, but they they um, they fit into this conversation. Um, casual dating versus intentional dating. Um, relationship minded people <clears throat> should be dating with intention, in my opinion. And that doesn't mean that on day one, you on wifey hubby time. What that means is you can still kind of get to know each other, but there's intention there. You're looking at this person in a way that hopefully that will grow emphasis on the word grow into something more that you can be together in the future. This is what I heard literally just, I want to say like two days ago online. Mm -hmm. This woman was with a man. And, and this will tie into um, the, the topic tonight. This woman was with a man, it, it is currently with him, mm -hmm. five months in, casually dating. She said that she's dating with intention, right? Mm -hmm. She is dating with intention. He's dating casually, right? And <laughs> five months in, she accepted a casual dater. So guess what I'm going to say how she feels now. Now she wants to convert him into an intentional dater and he ain't having that. <laughs> Man. But you know what? To a, to a certain extent, I think I feel safe saying that everybody dates intentionally. Intentionally. You're right. I get, yep. I know where you're going. You already see where I'm going. But the thing is, what is that person's intentions? Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we have to discover the why behind the what. Why am I entertaining you if this is not your end goal? Now, the thing is, I can't take her intentional dating seriously simply because she she's not requiring 
him to step up. And this is the advantage, excuse me, that a lot of women don't know that they have is that you can dictate your audience based on your performance. And what I mean by performance, based on your character, who you are, who you present yourself to be. Because if you think about it, like some women, they'll, they'll try to minimize the, the, the importance of presentation. Mm-hmm. If I see a woman that's out here exposing, you know, all of her, her breasts and butt and everything else, then my approach, I'm not taking you seriously. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm, I'm looking at you. Matter of fact, it's, it's like you are a store in a sense. And I'm looking at what's on display. If I'm right. interested in what's on display window shopping, that's going to determine if I'm going to go in and purchase. Yep. So if 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 I see, oh, she got meat for sale, she got body for sale, or she got face for sale, if that's what I'm interested in, that's all I'm after. But if you look like you have some integrity about yourself, matter of fact, if, if you're covered up and I still find you sexy, and this is the thing that gets me, women think that sexy is the outfit. Sexy is the characteristic. Right. And if I peep that about you, then man, listen, I'm going to enter your store and I got the credit. I got the cash to buy and I can afford you emotionally. Yeah. So therefore, my intention, because I saw you, I intend to, to, on leaving out of here with you. So she needs to require more of herself so she can require more of those that approach her. Yeah. Um, Love Tucker says maybe she's dating the last person I was dating. <laughs> um, Robert Higgins says, and then I have I have a slight commentary on that after this. He said it depends on her age and maturity and how many kids she has. So um I'll say this, I'll just make my point. Um a lot of times women don't realize how much power they really have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let me get this comment. Marissa says you wouldn't subject yourself to that type of treatment. So yeah, it, it's one of those things where, and and this is, and really literally, this is the the path that I took to even, to even, um, you know, proposing and, and getting to the point of being married, my wife required, (laughs) that you know that things move a certain way and that and and if my behavior didn't go the way that she felt like our growth was supposed to go it was it was checks and balances along the way right. and she <laughs> let me know that she did not have to be there this mm. is a choice for both of us i don't have to be here so if we go in this way this like what you right now you asking for some wife stuff i'm just right. a girlfriend so i don't know well, right. I don't know what this is, but we <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's required. And if you don't require anything, somebody's just gonna keep taking until <laughs> and, and five months later, now you uh five months? Exactly. And that's the wow. thing. It's, it's it's almost like if you if you go to the dealership, they're only gonna let you test drive and you gotta bring that thing right back. But now when you start talking about purchasing a new vehicle, they're going to have to run your credit. They need to know where you work. They need to know uh, what payments, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we, we finna sit down and have a conversation. So my thing is 
the car dealership requires more than a lot of women do. And that's that's Very that's true. that's but backwards. You know what I'm saying? Very so my true. thing is, I even told women before, I said, if a guy just come up there and approach you and say, hey, you know what? I want to get to know you, blah, 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 blah. Don't be afraid to ask him why. Boom. There it is. Because <laughs> if 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 you know, and 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 man, that's that's a good way to to see where his honesty level is. Because hey, I may tell you, man, listen. I find you physically attractive and I want to know if you are mentally as attractive as you are physical. I just want to blah, 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 blah. You know, or he may say, man, I just want to see what it do. Blah, blah, blah. See what it do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, from that moment, you're not even worth entertaining. But a lot of times this is a thing that's not spoken on enough is the lack of self-esteem. Like, yeah. like self-esteem is bigger than I mean, or, or, or insecurity. It's bigger than what people really realize you know what i'm saying for a woman to almost deny the reality of her own face to the point to where she has to paint another one it has to register first mentally that hey i'm not happy with the blemishes that i have i'm not happy with the fact that my eyelashes aren't two inches or my eyebrows are not as thick as an Arabians or Indians or something like that. So I have to draw a paint all this and cover up all these blemishes. And to, to a man like me, I'm looking at that. Okay. So if you're going to cover that much of your face then how much of your character is covered, how much bronzer is on your, your real intentions. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I I have I have to look at these things. If you say, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go transfer fat here and put it in my butt or go get some added breast. What who listen, instead of going over here cutting into your body and making these changes into your body, why not surgically remove the mindset that told you that, that you wasn't good enough? There it is. There it is. Because it's- once you once you deal with that, then you're ready to deal with me. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Shaquita Owen says this discussion has been impactful. Um, dope discussion with Erica says if a man doesn't want to answer questions, bye, sir. Yeah, this is what, this is what I coach women on. When you are dating a man, if you feel like you're going to run him off by asking questions that are important to you, that ain't the one. Right. That's not the one. We're talking tonight's topic, relationship-minded. A relationship-minded man is ready for them questions because he on that he on that track. Dang. And that don't mean that you, you know, y'all couple up and become whatever on date number two. But relationship-minded people have things because especially once you get over a certain age, who's wasting? Oh, well, I, I, I'm going to wait until... Five right. months later, then I'm going to ask you, no, <laughs> we grown. We got things to lose. We got kids. Right. Nobody's trying to. I'm scared if I ask him too many questions about who he is, he going to be scared. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm, I am not in a rush to waste my time with someone that is not going to challenge me. That, that matter of fact, I'm not going to waste my time with somebody that's not worth it. Yeah. So, so if, if I'm relationship minded, then 
I actually expect you to have some questions because I'm gonna have some for you. Exact boom. <laughs> there it that's, is. That's, yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Because I've 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 run into I always like to preface this with way, 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 way back in the day. I I um I used to meet women in, in, in when I wasn't relationship minded. They would ask me these questions that they needed answered, and I'd be like, "Why is she asking me all these questions?" But I wasn't relationship minded, right? Mm-hmm. And so the women was real serious. Like they was just like, "Okay, so I need like what? What are your views on this?" Or they would ask me questions that they have you ever been with a man before, and you'd be like, "What?" But that's a serious question. It's a serious question, especially <laughs> in, in yeah in today's time. You got to ask that. Yeah, and I have to it, ask women it, the same way. It, I'm like, are you interested in women? Yeah, if you if if a man says, "Whoa, why are you asking me all these questions?" Run. Yeah. If your relationship, if you're looking for a relationship-minded man, right? He, he, it's sometimes you know people grow into situations, but how long you willing to wait? And you 45 and 50 and whatever. How how long you gonna wait for him to get to where you are? And we're not talking about money. We're not talking about right. anything else other than right. knowing that you want to have something more than somebody just sitting in your face at the bar for six months. Right. Because my thing is, the conversation that we have today will determine if we'll have one tomorrow or ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and if you're talking right, we'll we'll mess around and be on the phone for hours. And, yeah. and not realize that we've been on the phone that long. Yeah. But yeah. again, that's that's where the the quality of conversation comes in and is more important than the quantity of conversations. Yeah. And and and, and the other thing I wanted to touch on, and then I got like one more thing after that. And I, I want to get this com- these comments first. Okay. Um Shaquita, um Courtney Dunham says surgically remove that the mindset, fire. Um, Shaquita Owens says you can't change or force someone intentions. Facts. Shaquita also says, speak that, Cleo. I like that analogy with buying someone emotionally. Um, Marissa May says, yes, we have to require things, but a lot of women don't know how to properly require things without becoming masculine. So, so here's the thing, right? And you can, you can piggyback if you, if you want. You're definitely right about that. There's there's this there's um there's a line that you that you walk, right? You mm-hmm. you you want to be convicted about the things you want, but you don't have to come off like I'm a, I, you better and all of that. You better right. not be playing games. Hold on, you don't you don't even know me yet. Let's just right. talk. Right. And that is when we talk about masculine, feminine, and all this other kind of stuff. A lot of women don't know this just because of the way society is right now. But a relationship-minded man, a heterosexual one, or whatever—I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need like to get into all that stuff. But we want you to come in walking, resting in that femininity, right. and you could be feminine, make the requirements without making them demands, man, because demanding was, sounds like mommy. <laughs> Man, you hit it on the head. Yeah, right. A demand. Now you're forcing your authority on me. Right. And I'm a man. I don't. I don't need that. You can tell me what you want. 
You can tell me what you're not going to put up with. Listen to how my voice is going. You can tell me how you notice my tone is like this. Right. You can tell me what you want. But you listen, can tell me what you really won't put up that. with. See, first of all, what you, I don't need all. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you can also, if I do something that may be slight, you, you can, you also have the right to say, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm not really down with that. So I'm going to go ahead and let you keep playing. I right. got other things to do. You right. reserve the right to do that too, right? right? Because everybody ain't going to, isn't going to be able to meet your requirements. And instead of you staying, trying to make them become something else, mm -hmm. because this is what I hated when I when I was do when I was out there and I wasn't relationship minded. You know what 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 turned me off the most is when a woman was like, "Yo, I can only talk to you after a certain time." Okay, well, I don't know what that is, and I don't want to stay to figure that out. So I'm gonna go ahead. That would do. I was like, Whoa. right. Uh, this you this got you have to you have to hold your ground. If, right. and, and I'm within reason. You got to keep them boundaries because it's some people that's going to take advantage of that. And I'm going to tell you a quick little like 60 second story. I want to make sure I get these comments in. Um, Robert Higgins says women in their 30s are now competing against 20, 20 year olds and transsexuals. Are, are we ready for that conversation? No, not tonight. Um, the lack of manhood has killed the opportunity of women finding companionship. We may be able to go back to that. Social mm -hmm. engineering has destroyed femininity and creating coping mechanism for masculine women, AKA alpha female, which doesn't exist. Yeah, so uh, um, let me do my little story and then I'm gonna touch on that real quick. And then I got one other thing to do because um, yeah, time. We ain't gonna be on here all night. We can do, we can do a part two for real. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I I heard this because, um, like I said, I, I I consume a lot of content. There was a um, there was a, a a woman that was saying something to the effect of, uh, "Dang, that thing just just lost my just just went from my head." Because Robert Higgins got me. Let's go to Robert Higgins real quick because that thing just left my brain. So so here, we go. We're not going to talk about the whole transsexuals and all of that, right? We that's a whole nother show. Um, the lack of manhood. Let's talk about let's talk about that real brief. Lack of manhood has killed the opportunity of women finding companionship. Let's take that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know whether you want to start. I can start. It's up to you. I think it it, it no matter like cause that's that's real simple because in a sense like it, that's that's a real broad but to kind of like try to narrow it narrow it down. Now there that that is a, a true statement in a sense mm -hmm. because the lack of manhood uh for one for example we had a conversation one father's day i want to say about two years ago in the barbershop and you know we was talking about how even on father's day women start telling each other or saying to themselves happy father's day to me and you know and we was like god dog can we have something you know what i'm saying right and so uh you know, and we got to elaborate and they would say, hey, man, woman can't teach a boy how to be a man. And one lady, she said, hey, I got eight boys and I'm teaching wow. them how to be a man. And I asked her, I said, well, who taught you how to be a man? Because my point is you cannot reproduce what you are not. Yeah. And because there is a lack of men and, and, and it's almost safe to say that in a sense, men, we are becoming an endangered species. Yeah. Now you have a lot of adult males, don't get me wrong, but they are not 
men by context, by, by the mentality, they are not men because they have a lot of feminine ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even the mindset, which is almost expected because now you have to look at who they spend the most time with. Yeah. And because women are naturally nurturing and, and compassionate, they are, that makes them more accepting. So now if, if a boy is acting like a little girl or if he wants to do this, do that, then they just like, we just love him anyway. And a yeah. lot of times that's yeah. where the man come in like, no, that's not logical. Cause for us, it has to make sense. Yeah. And if it don't make sense, then that's where that balance I was talking about earlier about with man and woman, it's a balance that come in and say, well, now, you know what? I'm going to make sure that we steer him straight. Now you can love him, but I'm going to make sure that he goes this way and that he's going to be the man that can take care or provide because he's looking at what I'm doing for his mother. Because right. typically the, the mother is the first woman that a boy falls in love with, right. but he's going to be looking at how dad treats mom. Right. So he knows that's his example on how to treat a woman, but now he don't have that example. So now he's seeing different characters come in, in and out of mom's life. He's watching mom break down and cry because he, he she's the woman that he knows the most. He knows when she's not right. He knows when she's emotionally frustrated. You know what I'm saying? When she wants to cry and just, just trying to stay uh, strong in front of him. He even notices her when she claps back. That's why you got men that literally clap when they argue now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're picking up the behaviorism of those of the examples that they have the most. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that that topic, you know, we got to look at the system. We got to look at, you know, the a law. Lot, we got, yeah, that's a long <laughs> it's situation a lot. right there. Yeah. And I and I, I try my best and I know you do, too, man. We as men. um that think like we do it's not just about us it's about it's about pulling that brother next to you it's about taking a little youngster and saying hey man right this, this ain't right um if we don't do that as a community then yes it will be becoming endangered species um but i think i think that i think we could save some of them <laughs> I, I think i think you know they because we we have platforms like this, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I always I always end up getting younger guys to come on and say, "What about me?" Like I see y'all a little older, but we think differently. We matter of fact, on the last show I had where I had women on the panel, um, in, in dope discussions where Erica says male accountability, right? I'm gonna do a show about that too. I was just on the panel about this, but that's that's huge too. Mm -hmm. I literally had a gentleman come and comment on my last um, my last episode where I had women on the panel and the women were talking about why they didn't feel protected by black men in the community and whatever. Mm -hmm. He didn't come on and say, wow, I didn't know that. He said, well, what about what about the men? And I'm younger, you know, than all of y'all. And the way I see it, women are telling us they don't need us. That's how my job, I'm assuming he must have been in like his early or mid-20s. And he was like, the all the women I know, they're saying they don't need us. So so what do we do? And I was just like, I I, I don't know if I if I immediately commented, but the way that I've always lived my life is, 
even when I'm faced with somebody that's giving me that energy, I stand my ground and say, I'm not, I'm not that dude. I'm mm -hmm. this dude. Mm -hmm. And so you either go and roll. I always used to say you either go and roll with me or you get rolled over. I don't I'm not going to not like I used to always like go like a lot, go on dates and try to open a door. I don't need you to open my door. Hold on. But I'm going to do it because that's how I'm built. Right. So you can so you can now accept that I'm doing this. Or this thing going to look a little different. Right. And, 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 and I'm this, not gonna mute down and let you tell me what I'm not gonna do. Like right. this is what and, I'm talking and, about. And, and and the thing is too though, and, and that's 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 where uh, uh the element of leadership is missing in men because I tell anybody, I tell them all the time, if you want to be a leader, then be one that provides a need. Because if everybody is hungry and I'm the one with food, they're gonna come to me. So the thing is, now that we have in this 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 culture or this generation of women that can say, I don't need a man, it's because they lack the examples of men actually being leaders in front of them to show you, hey, this is I read a man, listen, I read a post. I was uh me and my wife, we was riding maybe about two weeks ago, and I read a post where a woman said, Men don't know what to do with a woman that don't need them. After I read it, I asked my wife, I say, I said, baby, do you need me? She say, absolutely. I said, okay. So I got the comment. Right. I said, uh, I said, you right. I, I don't know what to do with a woman that don't need me. Right. Because mine needs me and I need her because I understand, we understand what we bring each other. You know what I'm saying? I don't need somebody to bring everything that's that's what they, they, they kill me with people like oh you need to find somebody like you no i don't i don't need somebody that already have what i have you can yeah. see two millionaires still break up you know what i'm saying i need yep. you to capitalize and where i lowercase i need you to bring what i lack because that's what i plan on doing for you but the thing is i am so interested in you to where i'm going to identify where you may be weak or where you may need some strengthening or where you may need some encouragement or where you may may need me to provide this in this area and vice versa. Yeah. So the thing is, people have, have become so, so uh, uh, willing to be accepted to where they no longer have, know how to be exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's my uh, exclusivity that makes me valuable. Right. Because right. I know I'm rare because I know she was rare. I'm like, you know what? Things and people of value do not remain available long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Erica says a man should not try to figure out what to do with a woman who doesn't need him. You got that right. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Marissa says you are so right. I've had moments where I set my boundaries in a feminine way, but I didn't hold the line and I definitely paid dearly for that decision. Yeah, you got to hold the line, man. And and uh, Erica on here, she's she like I always talk about her because she's she's out here dating and she's like the boundary queen. And you gotta hold the line. And here's why, right? And you guys should know this, but I'm gonna say it out loud. If you hold the line, then in most cases you will save yourself from diving in so far that you're no good for the next person. You hold the line. You get in a little bit. Don't seem right. You get out. Now you can go on another date and you're not damaged. 
Right. And he can go on another date and, until you figure out what works for you. It's not a perfect scenario, but it it helps. <laughs> you Man. got because y'all know, like I always say, if you know nothing else, you could be damaged, whatever. You know what doesn't feel right feels like. Right. <laughs> you know I, what I, that feels feel like because you've been hurt before. I dare somebody on here say they never been hurt before. I don't know what pain. You know what it feel like when it don't feel right. And at that moment, that little voice in your head say something ain't right. And you be like, no, but he cute though. Right. Stop. And see, but that's 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 what I like to call the uh the ETDs. You know what I'm saying? And and they transfer these emotionally transmitted disease. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Because you take what, what the last person gave you and now you're giving it to the next person. Yeah. Well, you may need to see a therapist or you may just need to see yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's and it's like I always have like uh debates in a sense when when people talk about trust, you know, and I realized that in the past that when I put trust, when you know they 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 strongly associate trust with love. They're like, oh, you got to be able to trust who you love or or did you trust? And so what I did one day in the barbershop, I was asking people, I say, uh, I asked the woman, I said, do you trust your husband? She said, yeah. I asked the man, do you trust your wife? She said, yeah. And so I said, well, do you, do you trust yourself? Absolutely. And I said, well, have you ever lied to yourself? Well, I mean, nah, they had to think about it. I said, have you ever made a New Year's resolution and didn't, didn't come through? Or did you ever do something again that you said you would never do? Well, yeah, yeah. I said, so therefore you lied to yourself, right? Well, yeah. I said, so can you trust yourself? Because in the right condition, in the right moment, you might lie to yourself. Yeah. So the thing is, if you can't trust you and you loved and known you longer than you loved and known me, then why should I trust you? And going back to the Bible, the Bible says, put your trust in no man because the heart of man is deceitful. So my thing is what I personally done, because when I did trust uh, a woman or a few women and they didn't, they words, they actions didn't match up to their words. I was devastated. I was emotionally broken, almost beyond repair because I put so much trust in this person that they were going to keep their word. So what I replaced trust with was confidence because confidence is that thing that, Hey, I need to see examples like you have to build up. I have to have a reference. I need a record. You know what I'm saying? I can say, you know what? I'm confident that you can do this because you've done that. But at the same time, because I understand what we talked about earlier, those conditions, Mm -hmm. you may have every intention on going out with me Friday night, but then I, and I may buy some concert tickets, make reservations and everything else. And I bought a whole outfit and I'm looking but at six o'clock, we, we made plans for seven, but at six o'clock, you say your, your babysitter then canceled. Now I'm over here. I got a, I got a whole attitude now because I'm like, man, I didn't did this and such, 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 such. Or we didn't been together and you said that you would never cheat and you never blah, 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 blah. But then you did it anyway. Well, because I only had confidence in you, I gave room. I gave you room for failure because I'm not going to excuse your humanity. Right. Now, I can put my trust in God because he said that, hey, before uh, uh, he said heaven and earth will pass away before his word return void. So I can take that to the bank, but I can't give you the same credit that I can give him. Right. 
Yeah. And so that's the thing. So we we also have to have to take that into consideration that stop putting so much tr stop putting trust in people, period, and make them earn your confidence. Yep. Yep. So I always tell people. And, I, and most of my audience are women. So I, when I refer to women, ladies, I'm not just singling you out because I'm trying to sing you out and forget them. We're going to have some men. Some We're going to have a men's panel, too. Um, but what I always say is you when you first meet a dude, and, and I know this is going to exclude some of you, but you analogy-wise, you don't let him in your bedroom. He got to get past the front gate. Then he got to earn his way in the door. Then, you know, then he might make it to the kitchen. If you give him access to the whole thing up front, there's no there's no vetting process. So you can't be mad when you get hurt because you allowed yourself to give him access to something that he didn't earn. Um, relationship minded men are willing to put the work in. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you this. <laughs> Matter of fact, the more you the more you make me work, the more I feel like the payout is gonna be. I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm right. gonna feel like you are so much more worth it because my thing is I I consider myself some type of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if I feel like you made me work, yeah, then I feel like man, hardly nobody else stands a chance. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and so that provides the, the exclusive feature that every man, relationship-minded man, wants in a woman. I don't want yeah. nobody that everybody have access to. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I got one more thing, and then we're going to get out of here, because I know we running real long. But I want to touch this, and it, and it piggybacks on what Robert Higgins said. He said, women now hang out in packs at Cheesecake Factory, Grand Lux, Papa Do's, no man in sight. So here's the thing, right? And this is also, ironically, um, one of my bullet points that I had, um, a lot of times, well, a, a great deal of the time, women will say there aren't any good men out here. There's no good catches out here. So why even try? And so now you have this population of women that say, I give up. I don't even want it. I'm just going to do me. We're going to hang out with the girls and go to brunch every Sunday and call it. Right. <sighs> I hate, I hate to even hear that, but I know it's a thing. But here's the thing. This is this is what always causes me pause cuz I see it too. We all see it. This is a, it you see a whole bunch of women that's over 35 and 40 and they are impacts and they, and you like where's the like there was a time when men used to see beautiful women and they would go and be like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" I don't know what happened, but these women be out in droves. And when you talk to a lot of them, they like, I'm good. I don't even, even want to feel like how I used to feel back in the day. So I'm done. All men ain't whatever. And so here's the thing. And we talk about lying to yourself, right? If you're one of these women that say this, I give up, I'm done. I'm 35 and I'm you done for the rest of your life. If you say that, and there's also... In tandem, a party that says, I wish I had, then you're lying to yourself. And now, to what you were saying earlier, and I'll say it a different way, you now have an affirmation that you're speaking every day. The mm -hmm. universe is that. I'm done. 
I don't want nothing. I'm good the way I am. We're going to do this thing. Where they, it's something they call now. They call it um, community, communal living, where women are choosing to, 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 to get homes together and put their kids in because they don't need no man. Right. Now, right. now this is the new, like, this is a thing now. Right. Because they're like it's we're done forever. And and they're not, you know, they're not lesbian or anything like that. They just like, look, let's well, just pull some out. of them. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and when you put that out in the universe, it's what you're going to get. Like some people believe what you want to believe. Your life will tell you. That if you keep saying all men are bad, I guarantee you I could show you a woman that's dealt with a lot of bad men in that same sentence. And you want to know why you keep attracting them. And to me, you uh, say I'm done for life. Yeah. What type of relationship minded man is going to come your way and feel like he's welcome? And to me, any any woman that would say ain't all all men or ain't no good, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times, that's the same woman I can show you that she fails to make adjustments with herself. Yes. Because the thing is, you want to force feed your way and or, or, or make a man accept you for the change that you don't want to make. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And sometimes it's not even a huge change. It's just a simple mindset, little adjustments yeah. here and there. But you're so stubborn or you're so masculine. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I told one girl, I said, listen, you, you're not looking for a husband. You're looking for a wife. And you don't even know it. You know what there I'm saying? Uh, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm like, every everything that you're producing is what I'm supposed to introduce to the relationship. But then... When I talk about some adjustments, and this is somebody I, I had no emotional attachment with, so I'm gonna be, I'm, I can be brutally honest, you know. And I was trying to say, listen, when you do this, this is a turnoff, but you want to keep doing it and be like, okay, well, the right one is gonna accept it. No, you have you have men out here, relationship-minded men, that are not gonna tolerate the foolery that they don't have. Because my thing is, if I want to go ahead and deal with, if I'm gonna deal with a fool. I'm a deal with a fool that's a sucker for me. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. buy me. Hey, I'm 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 gonna take, I'm gonna do one of y'all numbers. I'm gonna get somebody that got the bag that's gonna trick and give me whatever I want. Cause if I'm a suffer, at least I'm a, I'm 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 gonna celebrate somewhere in this situation. Yeah. So my thing yeah. is, yeah, you you cute, yeah, you got a good job, but you got a bad attitude. Yeah. 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 So why so why would I choose you? Yeah, you make a hundred K, but I can go get the same type of woman that make two hundred. So what qualifies you more than her? Yeah, yeah. I talk about, we're going to wrap this up, but I always talk about these things that people, but we talk, we're talking about relationship-minded men and, and the women um, that will lead with these toxic things like, well, I'm crazy. He going to have to deal with it. I'm a jealous person, so he just going to have to deal with And if he can't deal, he can't handle me. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't have to. <laughs> right. right. And, and I take that as a warning. I'd be like, you know what? Thank you for letting me know that I'm glad I didn't have to spend time to find this out. You you gave, you showed, this is your preview and I right. choose not to watch this movie. Thank you. Yep. 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 And, 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 and to your point, 
when you do lead with that, I have a decision to make because I can be that dude that takes advantage of your dysfunctional, crazy self. It's real easy. Yeah. (laughs) Because you just showed your card. You showed me your weakness. Yeah. On day one. You gave me your playbook. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up because it's, it's, you know, past some people bedtime and all that good stuff. But um, I appreciate you, sir. This has been good. We got to have you back because everybody seems to be loving the convo. We're going to do something, whether it's solo or with a men's panel. I got, I got, man, in this past, in this past month, man, I met some amazing men, man, that, that, that's really about that life, man. And I, and, and, and like I always tell people, your energy attracts like energy. So if you keep attracting (laughs) trash, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, what am I leading with? Um, Trash is only, only meant for the garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Erica, I'm going to just read these last few comments and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, Love Tucker says self-reflection and correction is always necessary. She also says, good job, guys. Dope discussions with Erica. Podcast says when they lead with their with their asking, are you just as toxic as me? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what they do. They want to see if you're willing to match their toxic. And, and we're not doing a relation, a real solid relationship minded dude is going to run from that. So it ain't it ain't cute, man. It's not cute when you say I'm jealous. That's a that's a response to something that don't have nothing to do with me. Hmm. Um, so because my wife would tell you, and when I when I used when we were dating and like people that I dealt with previous to her, whenever you would try to give me something that didn't belong to me, I'd be like, wrong dude. I don't like who's that? Not me. (laughs) And, And don't brag, don't brag to me about how insensitive you are. That's not cute. So um, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. I thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, we're going to do this again. I like how you think. And um, and yeah, we're going to do this again. And everybody, um, and I don't know, I, I'm going to ask you this, but you can decline. If you want people to, if you want people to follow you on like IG, you can give them that or not. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, everything is under my name. I don't have those crazy names. It's Clarence Singleton <laughs> or cool. uh, Cleo the Barber. That's, that's, that's how you can find me. Yep. So follow him on, on social media, guys. Um, as always, you can go to relationshipgumbo.info and get all the goodies. Like I said, I'm working on some stuff in the background. And I want and you guys, I really want you guys to, to learn, but I want you to learn in a unique way. I want you to learn in a way that you can digest and and, and start getting some healing. Um and just and just extending the conversation. Like I said, you guys that are in the audience, y'all are part of the show too. And we love the engagement and keep it coming. Make sure because we are a YouTube only show now. Make sure if you haven't already subscribe and click the bell so that you get notifications every week because this happens every week. Same time, same place. And make sure when you go to the website to follow me on Instagram because I do pop up shows randomly when I have time and we have some amazing dialogue on there. So make sure you follow me on Instagram. What's today? So I might I probably do it tomorrow. So make sure you do it because we have some some amazing conversations um, and you can talk about how much you like this show. We can expand that a little bit, too. But on that note, we're out of here. Let me give you uh, the three seconds and then we're going we gonna to roll. Thank you again, sir. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Appreciate it. And everybody, same time, same place next week. Have a great, great evening. Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we 
emptiness, ayy Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better, yeah Derek Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gone